Thanks for listening to For Crying Out Loud on Podcast One. Hey, we talked. Merry Christmas. Oh, yeah. Merry Christmas. Yeah. Today's show, we talk a lot about Christmas. Christmas. We talked about TV shows. We, we talked, talked about, about how crime. we can't remember stuff. Right. <laughs> that just happened. Like what we talked about on the show. <laughs> but first, do you own or rent your car? Oh, yeah. Sure you do. And I bet it can be hard work. You know what's easy? Bundling policies with GEICO. GEICO makes it easy to bundle your homeowner's or renter's insurance along with your auto policy. It's a good thing, too, because you already have so much going on. Go to GEICO.com, get a quote, and see how much you could save. It's GEICO easy. Visit GEICO.com today. That's GEICO.com. Hi, everyone. This is Jillian with Court Junkie. Court Junkie is a true crime podcast that covers court cases and criminal trials using audio clips and interviews with people close to the cases. Court Junkie is available on Apple Podcasts and podcastone.com. What's up, everybody? It's for crying out loud. It's the last show. It's Christmas. It is. Are you guys listening to this on Christmas Day? Merry Christmas. Because I would be. You know I'll be listening to podcasts. Like we'll open gifts in the morning and then I'll be like, Mama will be in her room. Right. Totally. Eating caviar and listening to a podcast. I love that. I can't wait for that. I can't wait to relax. It's not Christmas for us yet, but it's getting there. Christmas Day, I feel like once it happens, then – and you create a bunch of fucking magic for your kids. Right. You can just relax. I know. It's the best feeling. And because of the pandemic, nothing's going to be expected of us on New Year's Eve this year. Exactly. No pressure. Right. Where are you going? Nowhere. Right. I know. I know. Unless you have a daughter like Natalia that wants to – like, what are we doing? What are we doing? Let's do something. Like, can we do but something? What can you do? You can't go to a restaurant. You can't eat in. You can't eat out of right. a restaurant. You can get takeout. Right. I mean, I guess you could have a couple people to your backyard. But, you know, yeah. if you have like more than just, eight, you're going to feel very No, I mean, I told her scared. she could invite her her four, five, four, five friends that she sees all the time. But what – that, but you know what? I'll, I'll, most of them are out of town. They're they're going somewhere. They have like San Diego. There's family in San Diego, or they they go to a house in Palm Springs. I don't know. Like a lot of them, I'm like, why are they always gone in Christmas? Where are they going? It's a pandemic, you know. Yeah. And she's like, I don't know. My friends are not going to be around. That is interesting. Yeah. You want to say hi to our? Oh yeah yeah. And then remind. Okay, remind me. I need to talk about. Uh, Movies. Oh. For a second. Okay. okay. But first, <clears throat> let's say hi to Angie Saldivar. Hi, Angie. And Mer- Michelle McKibben. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. Amy Cunt, have a great – hope you're having a great Christmas. Hope it's not cunty. <laughs> Aaron Land. Ho. Land. Who celebrated Christmas? <laughs> Alicia Xmas. I'm doing all Christmas themes. Leslie, why cough the bells? <laughs> Sarah, Steph, Steph, I don't know. It's Christmas. What? <laughs> Stefano, are you having your uh, your feast of the fishes on Christmas Eve? <laughs> hmm. 
Rebecca Lubin, I'm going to kiss her under the mistletoe. <laughs> I don't know. Kelly Brandt, she's your aunt celebrating Christmas too. She's going to bring you a lot of gifts. <laughs> Randy, maybe it's Christmas Ames. Maybe she'll be Some there. Some of these maybe people might be Jewish. Sorry. I know. Ishan Vajpay. Just go with it. <laughs> Happy Hanukkah. <laughs> Stephanie <Okay>. Stinker Rinker. <laughs> Happy Kwanzaa. <laughs> Liz L. Sasser. I hope you're having a sassy Kwanzaa. Mm-hmm. Missy Schaefer and Gabby Fonseca. They don't mm-hmm. get Christmas this mm-hmm. year. Mm-hmm. Nope. No, they're getting coal. <laughs> and they're stocking. Krista, get the stocking. They're ripped stocking. Stroopy, stroopy. <laughs> Hi. Hiro Yamashita. Mm. Happy Hanukkah. Yeah. <laughs> Kelly Luther Vandross. I hope you're having a beautiful, beautiful Kwanzaa. Mm. Valerie Fenwick. Happy Hanukkah. Happy Hanukkah, Valerie. And Carrie Berry. I hope you're having a beautiful Thanksgiving. What? <laughs> Trick to that. Happy Easter. My grandfather didn't speak a lick of English. He'd go, because he, Easter, they say it differently in Italian. He'd go, happy Easter, happy West. <laughs> <laughs> you know, make up all these. And Bonatale for Christmas. That's Bonatale? How you, that's how you say Merry Christmas in Italian. Really? Mm-hmm. Bonatale. Bonatale. Trombola fa. Oh, my God. Somebody on our Facebook page Bonatale. was saying <laughs> – she's writing it down. <laughs> I want to say it. Bonatale. 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 Yeah, there you go. There you go. She does it. Stephanie's doing it with her <laughs> – just like a, like an Italian does. Yeah, with talking with and, my hands. I'm saying it with my that's, my fingers and thumb together. Right. Like, like chef's kiss. Yes. Bon Bon Natale. Natale. <laughs> Wait, what were you going to say? Oh, Facebook page. Somebody was saying um, something about – I was talking the other day and I used Kasha and the person on the phone was like, Kasha, what the <laughs> hell is that? We are going to make that part of the zeitgeist. Yes, right? Mm-hmm. And then and then it started this thread and people were like, oh, yeah, I say it all the time. I thought everybody knew what it meant. <laughs> I love that. And then it got me go- thinking. I'm like, uh, you know, and then they said, am I spelling it right? So then I like Googled it, right? Then I came across this whole list of Italian phrases. Mm-hmm. And wouldn't you know it, like Stugatz is on there and um, – uh, He's a chiacchierone uh, in a in a. Oh yeah, chiacchierone is the talks too much. The right? talks too much. Yeah. yeah. So it'll give you the phrase, and then it'll tell you like how to say it in certain dialects. So some of it is said differently, but then it'll say what it means. So it said chiacchierone means a a uh, a big talker. Uh huh. Cuchillone, stubborn. Oh, cuchillone. Yeah, yeah, cuchillone, yeah, I love that one. Stubborn. He's a cuchillone. He's got a hard head. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Uh huh. Tarombalafach means uh big balls. Yeah. yeah. You got a lot of balls. Yeah. Torombola vacha. Um But the um but Kasha is not no. it's I think it's Armenian. Is it? Is, didn't you get it from my your mom, sister-in-law? No, my mother. My mother would say it's a big kasha, it's a big casino. I tried to look it up. I've gone down a rabbit hole of trying, trying to look to up that. casino. Yeah. Any way that it could mean that. I haven't right. found it. Right. Although I think it might have been on that list. I think cause it what uh, I think that was one of them too. There was a lot of them on there. Um, yeah, but my mom would tell me it means a big, a lot of noise, like a big casino. You know, right, like a right. casino makes a lot of noise. Right. Um, I got to find that list. I'm going to post it. Uh, yeah, it's got everything. The only stuff that's my sister in law was um, Charmuta. Charmuta, yeah. <laughs> Thank you, Stephanie. <laughs> 
Sorry, reading your mind. <laughs> That's right. Sharmuta and haram. Haram. Yeah. yeah. Haram. A lot of people say haram. I know. Or think it. Right. Oh, haram. Oh, haram. <laughs> yeah. And it's spelled, it's spelled H-A-R-A-M. Uh-huh. Yeah. I thought it was H-A-R-D, haram. Haram? Yeah. Like haram? Yes. That's haram. what I thought for ha- a long time. Haram. Till she started texting me. And I was like, wait, harem? <laughs> you know? And, right. So it looks like harem, but it's haram. Haram. <laughs> <laughs> then there's the traditional no-getter uh-huh. that we came up with. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I mean, I'll never forget the day that we were doing all of mm-hmm. the I feel, the corner office talk and how right. you start out and you're at the, uh, what do you call it? You're in the mail room. You know how I room, came up and with then that? you work your way up to the to the, cu- the cubicle. Cubicle, yeah, and yes. And then by the time they're like eight or nine, you're in the corner office. Yeah, you got the you know view, and you get your feet up. Yeah, they're bringing you a beer. Yes, for your beverage of choice. Right, um, a Vicodin. <laughs> <laughs> I wish. Um, you, you be- uh, so I that I came up with that analogy because you know they like when I first had the kids, every, you know they read to the kids, read, 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 read out loud, especially even when they're little, just read. And I remember being bored, and I was reading Michael Ovitz's book about CAA, right? <laughs> and I remember reading it to them; they were riveted, by the way. Uh, and I was reading, and I just came up like, "Fuck, this is just like the book." Like this is just like being in the entertainment industry, like, right? Working right. your way, you start out as a PA, or you're in the mail room, and you're, you're everybody's slave. Yes, you're everybody's bitch twenty four seven, and you're rolling calls. Like you know, you don't stop. You're twenty four seven. Right. You're on call. Right. Right. If your boss wants you to come over at three a.m., right, you better get your slippers on and get into that nursery. Right. So right. it's like that. <laughs> and then they get a little older, and you're like, right. okay, I could take a pro. I got promoted. Okay. You get a break, but you still have eyes on you all the time. You're oh, in the cubicle. Right. You're like, you get no privacy. Yeah, definitely. There's always something you should be doing, but yes. sometimes you can pretend to work right. a little bit. Right. <laughs> That's when they're like toddlers. Yes. You can put on like Jerry Springer and then they can sit there and you can take a break while they play with their – Right. But right. they're but still always like aware of what you're doing and if you don't seem like you're really doing something, they're like, play with me. Exactly. I want to play Barbies. Exactly. What are you, what are you, you're not busy. Right. Totally. Yeah. And then they get older and then you start to get promoted. Right. Yeah. Slowly. <laughs> slowly. Yeah. And then eventually they're like, we're going to do our own thing. We're sleeping in. We don't in. need you. Yeah. Yes. And you're like, I'm in the corner office. Right. Totally. Uh, I'm in the, you're in the corner office. We're both. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I've been in the corner office for a long time. I, you get to a point and people don't realize this because there's so much bitching that happens and most of it, 80% of it is coming from me uh-huh. <laughs> about having young kids. You know, a lot of us really have a hard time with it, the mm-hmm. young kids thing, mm-hmm. especially if you have kids a little bit older and you're just used to having – doing things on your own time schedule. Right. If you're the If you're like I was in your 30s. Eating dinner at 10 o'clock at night, then having some cocktails, then, you know, going to bed at 4 in the morning. Having cereal for dinner. <laughs> having a second dinner at like, yeah, yeah. 2 a.m. Well, actually, you're probably going to be all set because you're going to be doing a lot of the same thing. Right. But if you're used to going out places and your night just gets started at 10 o'clock, mm-hmm. like you're in for a rude awakening when you yes, have kids. Everything absolutely. comes to a screeching halt. Right. 
and you think it's a big mistake. You think you made the biggest mistake. Yeah, like what did I get myself into? Mm-hmm. And it's a big – some people really have that feeling for a while where yeah. they're like, no. It, you think, OK, maybe I'm feeling like I made a mistake, but I'm sure everybody feels like this. This will go away in a, in a few days and it doesn't. Mm-hmm. And sometimes you feel that way for like off and on for a long time yeah. where you're like, I think I really destroyed my life. Right. And oh then you go, God. what are the limits to returning – putting a kid at the fire station? Like <laughs> what are the outer limits of that? Yeah. Could I could I take the kid to the fire station but say I'm going to hold on to them for now? Right. But can I get an extension <laughs> on like if this isn't better in a year, can you still uh, take them? Yeah. Or you start eyeing different like family lease. members. Like you go, maybe there's somebody in my right. family, extended family, better suited for this. Right. Like, but then – I know for me, you just reach a point where you're like, oh, this is awesome mm-hmm. and I don't know what the hell I'd be doing if I wasn't like parenting right. these kids. I'd be right. so bored. Right. I know. I know. It's once they stop needing that. you 24-7, then you're like, how come you guys don't need me a little I bit know. more? I know. I know. Like put it to you this way and this is my own fault. But a lot of times in the evening after everybody's had dinner and the kids are doing their own thing, I will go to bed and I will not have seen my kids from like 7 p.m. I agree. To I'll go to bed at 11. Same. I will not have talked to them. I don't even have to say goodnight to them. Mm-hmm. I mean I could. It would be mm-hmm. nice. Mm-hmm. I could. But they would look at me like, huh? Like do you need something? Right. I know. I Same, same exact thing in our household. Same thing. After dinner, everybody goes in their own rooms. You know, yeah. Adam goes to his office. I go to my room. They go in their rooms, and nobody sees each other for the rest of the night. Basically, how it goes. Yeah, yeah. But then, but then, like when I do hang out with Elby, and I know you feel the same way about Natalia. Mm-hmm. Like when Elby and I go shopping together or something, it's like we're like yes. friends. It's so fun. It's like right. I'm still her mom, and she still comes to me. She still tells me. Like gives me the tea about what's going on with her friends and stuff. But she doesn't need me the same way because she needs her friends more now. But when she does need me, it's really sweet. And Mm -hmm. she likes to talk to me and then we hang out and we have a great time and we laugh. And and then I think – then I get sad Mm -hmm. because I'm never happy because then I get sad because I'm like, oh my god, she's 16. Like I'm only really going to have this for two more years. I know. I know. And then I'm like, maybe we can have another pandemic like in right. two years. <laughs> I know. And then she can't go to college. Uh-huh. <laughs> and she's home. Is that selfish? I don't think so. I think that's normal. <laughs> I think it's normal. Everybody feels that way, right? Right. <laughs> Everybody wishes for the next pandemic, uh-huh. right? So that the kids can stay home. <laughs> totally. Now, I know. I have the same thing. Like I spent the day with Natalia the other day was just the two of us getting the tree and putting it up and going to write it, get the stuff, you know. It was really – we had a, such a good time. And then, yeah, then she's like, oh, I'm going – I'm done with you. I'm going back to my room. Yeah, it's um, – it is kind of a shame. You start to think like what, what – but now like I have Sonny who wants to watch – this kid is all about movies. Like that's it. Now he's like talking to Adam, getting his 10 best movies and, you know, and – Comparing notes with his movies and like he's all into it, you know, and he's in, interested in watching whatever. He watched Fight Club and uh, No Country for Old Men back to back. Wow. Right. On a Saturday. The kid has nothing else going on. Right. Might as well watch movies, you know. Yeah. He learns a lot from movies, <laughs> you know. Uh-huh. He learns how to commit crimes really well. 
obviously you don't leave with a gun. You have to take the gun and, you know. Yeah. We watched Godfather 2 the other day. He loved it. I mean, this he's just all about movies now. Like yeah. really highbrow stuff though. I mean, he looks at IMDb's list. That's what he right. wants. Yeah. He's, uh, he's really into it. And yeah, he's watching all kinds of movies. He goes, I don't care if it's black and white. I'll watch it. He's like, what about Citizen Kane? I'm like, really, dude? Now you're like losing me. <laughs> I was with you with Fargo, but what? Citizen Kane. Oh, my God. My kids think most movies are just boring. Mm-hmm. That's most Everything kids. sounds boring to them. Most kids. Sonny would rather watch movies than hang out with his friends. That's what he's doing. I don't know if it's healthy or not, but I have no choice at this point. Right. So I've been trying to get Xander at least to watch movies with me the same way, but he only wants to watch comedies. Mm-hmm. And um, I noticed that common sense media is not that helpful. I know. I'll tell you why. Because they're always wrong about the things that I would find inappropriate. Like a common sense media will tell you like this is for 17 and up right. if there's just a bunch of F-bombs. Right. Which is like who cares? Yeah, I know. But then they'll tell you something's okay when there's like a blatant sex scene like the, something – it'll say like – you know how common sense media shows you like sex? Right. And then it will have like Smoking. between one and five yeah. dots? Yes. Yeah. Consumerism. Like does that need right. to be a – is know, there a movie so that doesn't There's, take place just in the middle of a desert that, right. that isn't going to score high in cons- – Yeah. What movie are people not living in a house or buying things right. or – so weird. Going, eating at a restaurant? Right. Like what, why right. would you bother? I know. OK. But the th- the sex thing is so off all the time because mm-hmm. I don't want to – you'll see – we watched a movie the other day. John was like, remember this movie that came out called The Spy Who Dumped Me? Ever oh. heard of that movie? Kate McKinnon's in it. Mm-hmm. And I forgot. Oh, and uh, Mila Kunis. Okay. And it was cute. It's funny. Um, but John was like, I thought that movie might be fun for the kids. Mm-hmm. So he's like, check it on Common Sense Media. So right. I do. It right. gives it like five stars for sex. But luckily, really? I took the time. Normally, and parents said 17 and over. Mm-hmm. But I took the time to read some of the reviews. And somebody was like, I don't know. I have a 15-year-old and an 11-year-old. And I was watching it with my husband. But then we invited the kids in because it was fine. Right. And there's like – there's no sex in it. There's like a, a kissing. There's like wow, kissing maybe. Mm. They said there's inappropriate like sexual jokes. Right. But – I mean, there's yeah. like some blowjob jokes. I don't know. I'm right. sorry, but my 13 year olds already know what that is anyway. Yeah, I know. I know. I, I usually, just don't want to see it. Right. I don't want it ha- going down, literally, in front right. of my eyes. Right. Sitting next to my son. Yeah. yeah. So we watched that movie and it was totally fine and, and Xander enjoyed it. It was like, oh, funny. Oh, see? Yeah, see, you can't, like, I, you have to, what I usually do is I look at that, I look at the sex. I don't really care about language and all that. But I look right. at the sex and then I look and see what the parents are saying. Right. Then I – because there's been reviews. I don't need to hear your review of the movie or what you think of the movie. Just tell me if it's appropriate or not. But the problem is I think some of the people that love to weigh in on movies are the same type of people who are like super Christian and like go to church, you mm-hmm. know, seven days a week. Mm-hmm. And they're like, no, this movie is not appropriate right. for your kids. And you're like, well – not you don't know my us. kids. <laughs> I know. My kids greet me every day with "What's up, bitches?" Yes. So <laughs> right, exactly. We're dealing with a little something different over right, uh huh, on the West Coast or wherever. Yeah, yeah. I agree. Have we done an ad yet? 
No, I don't think so. Oh, boy. Oh. You know what we should tell you about? Yeah. About truff. Truff. Okay. Hey, are you like me, Lynette? Do you love hot sauce? I love it. Oh, my. Me too. Mm -hmm. What's like the weirdest thing you put hot sauce on? I put hot sauce sometimes in my cottage cheese. You do? That sounds good. Yeah, and I I put a little salt and pepper too and some hot sauce. It's really good. Do you use truff? Have you tried the truff? I love truff. I used it yesterday. I was craving McDonald's breakfast. I got the sausage McMuffin and I put some of the truff and it was delicious. Oh. So good. My gosh. I need to try that because I like those too. What do you put it on? Well, I I also put it on eggs. I love it on eggs, Mm -hmm. but I also love – my mouth is starting to water right now thinking about it because I put truff on a chicken salad with ranch dressing and you turn it into like a buffalo chicken oh, salad. Oh, my God. That's genius. That's mm-hmm. a great idea. It's really delicious. So um, this this hot sauce is the stuff for connoisseurs. It's mm-hmm. so good. It's um, premium hot sauce. And also what is so fun about it is the packaging. Mm-hmm. It comes – it looks almost like it's like – getting an Olympic medal. Right. <laughs> it's like fancy, yeah. fancy hot sauce. It makes a great gift. So yes, it does. See for yourself why Truff is the biggest hot sauce on Instagram and TikTok. Get 10% off site-wide when you use promo code FCOL at truff.com. That's 10% off everything, including white Truff, the white Truff VIP box and Truff variety Ooh, pack. And good. it's just in time for the holidays. So just shop at truff.com. That's T-R-U-F-F-F as in fantastic.com and use the promo code F-C-O-L. Also, listen, Crate Joy, is, mm-hmm. it, this is genius because a lot of people like those th- uh, subscription boxes. Yes. Well, now you can go to Crate Joy. They've created the first and only subscription box marketplace. This thing, you can go on there. You can find boxes for women, men, kids. Anybody, whatever special person in your life, Crate Joy makes the perfect holiday gift. Um, you can they have they have escape rooms, you know, like gift like you can get a um, a box from escape rooms, mystery boxes for adventures at home, which is a good thing to do right now while we're locked down. Um, they have cocktail kits. They have there's monthly book clubs. They have a lot of different varieties. It's the whole market. It has all the crates in one place. Yeah. You can find them. So there's still time to find that perfect gift for everyone on your list. You can shop thousands of subscription boxes all in one place. Get 30% off your first box when you sign up at CrateJoy.com slash FCOL. Sign up today at CrateJoy.com slash FCOL. You'll get 30% off your first box and shop CrateJoy's holiday specials. Okay, so that's Crate Joy. Get Joy delivered right to your door. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I got to figure out. I know it's Christmas Day, but I still have not figured out what to do for Christmas Eve. <laughs> <laughs> so go to Facebook and see what Lynette yes. did for Christmas Eve. Yeah. I know. I don't know either. I know because every year we would go to my mom's first and mm-hmm. then she, you know, went on to a better place. Mm-hmm. And then we started going to Jimmy's every year. So every year it was – I had fish for Christmas Eve every mm-hmm. year. And I don't want to break the tradition. You know, Jimmy's not obviously not having anything. You know what Jimmy did though? He sent a text to the kids to say, even though we're not having something, I'm still thinking of you guys. I can't wait to see you again when everything goes back to normal. I promise next year we'll do it like, Aww. Well, who does that, you know? That's so sweet. It's really sweet. But, 
you know, now I got to figure out what if, God forbid, like we don't go to Jimmy's, what what is going to be our thing? So I'm going to have to make some sort of, I don't know, fish dish, I guess. I'm thinking of going to Red Lobster and just getting a bunch of crab legs, calling it a day. That sounds so good. Doesn't that sound good? I love crab. Yeah, me too. I love it better than lobster. Uh, I love lobster, but I like but lobster. I love crab too. But I like lobster if it's like if it's the, the fish, if it's the tail, mm-hmm. like if it looks like a baked potato. That yeah, I don't. Some parts of lobster kind of skews me out. It's like slimy. Yeah, know, you know, like there's certain meat in there. Yeah, but crab. Oh my god, I can go to town. My kids love it. They also like a nice shrimp cocktail. So well, you could also go to like Ralph's and buy up it. a ton of crab legs. That's you can buy I'm the king do. crab crab lo- crab loves mm-hmm. <laughs> crab loves. Yeah, it's a new thing. Uh huh. Kaylin, what are you doing Christmas Eve? I don't know. Really? Probably nothing. Yeah. Kaylin's giving up young. on life. <laughs> <laughs> He's got. I just picture him inside. With the kids and the lady and just like a a whole home like ventilation, like he's just <laughs> created his own ventilation system that uh-huh. goes to a big tank uh-huh. like outside and just mm-hmm. – they're just in their house in snowsuits somehow. Right. I I know. That's how I'm picturing it. Yeah. Although that's probably not true since he's here. Right. And he's got his mask on though. That's good. Yeah. Unfortunately, we're not – we don't have any plans to do anything special because we're all very nervous and wanting to just – yeah. Quarantine and stuff, but especially see, with everything going on in the state right now. It's right. out of control. It's out of and, control. you know, Amy's mom and her whole family are all nurses. One of them is like the head of a department at uh, the hospital. Uh-huh. And they just the horror stories I've heard about people coming in and them not having beds and ambulances needing to wait outside is it's very scary. Yeah, it is scary. Yeah. But, you know, the pressure is off for Kalen because his kids don't know whether it's Christmas or Easter. Right. You know, right? Right. Yeah. So that's the That nice. was the best. Mm-hmm. Those made, early, you know, early days. Wasn't it the best? Because you could still sleep in, you know? We didn't even – I don't even think we got like LB anything for the first few years. Like right. she didn't know the difference. Right. And then, I mean, maybe we got her like a couple things when she mm-hmm. – but then when There's she no was – pressure. Three, I guess I had the twins – I think I've told you this before, though, where I realized I was getting LB Christmas presents and then I realized I had to now buy the t- baby's presents right. because otherwise LB would realize there's no Santa because oh, why is she only getting presents? Interesting. Oh, what, Santa doesn't like Sadie and Xander? Right. They have to get to a certain age, LB. <laughs> right. Like when they're three, yeah. then Santa will realize they exist. Right. No. So I had to like just get them some <laughs> baby toys and wrap them up. Yeah. That's true. I never had that issue. It was a lot of work. I know. Mm-hmm. I mean, it. you know, that's the thing. Like, I remember we would get the tree. We would get – when they were little – when they were like four – I don't know if you remember, but Sonny would go downstairs. Well, maybe this is why he watches these movies. He would go downstairs, turn the TV on in the morning because he would wake up really early. I showed him how to do it and I, I think he was like five, four or five. Anyway – 
um, would turn the TV on. He'd watch his National Geographic shit. And he would walk right past the Christmas tree with the presents on mm-hmm. Christmas morning. And the other one's sleeping because she's like me. She just likes to sleep. Uh-huh. She ain't getting up that. She doesn't realize yet when she wakes up it's Christmas morning. Right, right, right. So I like – I loved it back then. I was like, mm, OK. Well, I'm just going to sleep till somebody comes and gets me. Right. It was nice. But now, No. Even at this age, last year, like, get up. It's time to go open presents. When I was a kid, we would open presents Christmas Eve and we would save one for the morning. Well, well, Christmas Eve and then Chris, then Santa would come and then Christmas morning we'd have a couple more. To, but then as you get older, it was still like Christmas Eve is the tradition in my family. It right. wasn't Christmas Day. I feel like it's split 50-50 people that I know. A lot of people open their gifts Christmas Eve. Yeah. What do you guys do? Christmas morning. Yeah. But then our tradition has always been that we place one gift on their bed while they're sleeping, that Santa puts a gift at the foot of their bed. So when they wake up, they get to open that present and they can look in their stocking. But then they can't open presents until we're all awake and hanging out. Right, right. The kids, now that they all know Mm -hmm. what's really going down. Right. They are even more into it, I feel. There's something so special about them really wanting to like get each other stuff and yeah, like and nice. they can't wait to give each they're all into the yeah. wrapping of the presents and Yeah, I wish my kids were like Well she is, but he's not, obviously. Could care less. Do they ask to get each other anything? No. I make them. Right. I was make but like normally I'd take them with me to the mall and we'd have like, okay, go find something for him and but none of that happening this year. So right. I don't know. Xander's gotten super tough to shop for. Right. Um, and Sadie was getting really frustrated coming up with stuff for him. Mm-hmm. On the flip tough. side, Sadie's pretty easy to shop for. She likes a lot of stuff. Uh-huh. And so Xander was like, oh, I want to get her this. I want to get her this. Mm, you know nice. what we got her that she's into these days mm. is um, – so – and I don't know how I even thought of this and, and I, Xander was like trying to figure out what to get her and I mentioned this and I don't know why I mentioned it and Xander was like, oh my god, that's a great idea. She would love it. It was – it's a – one of those signs where you can change the letters so you can make it say different things. Mm-hmm. And it's a – I was thinking in my mind of like one of the ones that doesn't even light up. I wasn't even thinking right. that. I was just thinking – like one of those – like a board yeah. with letters that yeah. you can change like, hey, have a great day, bitches, right. yeah, or something yeah. funny that she could make a message and put it in on in her room to decorate. That's cute. But then I saw – when I went to look at them, I saw light-up boxes kind of that you can still change out the letters and write different oh. things. And Xandra was like, mom, she loves that stuff. She wants stuff with different neons and colors yeah. and signs. Yeah. So we went and got her That's one of those at idea. Target. And then he found another one online that it's like it's a blue outline of a cloud uh-huh. sign, uh-huh. Oh, like a light that's sign, cute. and you decorate your room with it and stuff. That's a great idea. I know so many people that are having their kids are now like decorating their room, rearranging their room because that's basically where they're hanging out now. Right. So yeah, that's cute. That's a good idea. I, on the other hand, can't pull the trigger on anything. Like you Me, know, I got no. those couches. After talking about it for like a year, right. I finally bought couches and they turned out to be the wrong couches. Remember? There's yes. a shitty couch. Yeah. And now we're like wanting to buy a new couch but I'm petrified to not buy the right thing. I know. Or buy one that's too big or buy one that's too small and it's yeah. not going to be cozy. And I'm like – I know. That's- and we need a new rug. The rug we have mm-hmm. 
I wonder who can relate to this. So when John and I moved out of our apartment and bought a house, mm-hmm. the person who owned our apartment building owned also sold Persian rugs. Uh-huh. Um, and he didn't want to give us our deposit back for some reason. I can't remember what there was a reason that we he was like, How about this? Mm-hmm. How about I give you a a deal? I give you a rug instead of your deposit back. And he ended up we ended up accepting it because the rug was worth like two thousand dollars. Oh wow. It's a huge, like authentic Persian oh, rug. That's nice. But now we've lived there for 16 years. Yeah. The rug is gross. Right. Like, and it's not the kind of thing that just cleaning it can help. It's like mm-hmm. dingy and the um, – you know the, the tassels right, the, the on the sides of it mm-hmm. are – the borders of it are just gross yeah, and like we really need a new rug. But the problem is I'm like I don't want to spend $2,000 on a rug. Right. But, I know. But there's such a big difference in quality but it's hard to know what – and I, it's such a big thing in the middle of your living room that yes. it's – so it's many hard. ways you can go wrong. Right. So, you know what I – because I don't know if you know this, but my husband likes to um, renovate houses. And yes. Knock walls down and yes. create rooms that weren't there before. Make a vision board. Makes a vision board, yes, and expects everybody around him to make vision boards. And his thing was all the time like you get the rug. So Ray, his friend, knows – and Adam, they know these people that have this like rug store – Gina Kimmel taught me this too. So you can go to the rug store and you can get the samples, whatever. Okay. But at Home Depot, she would go and get like – so they have the carpeting, you know. They usually pick the carpet. But they also can cut it and bind bind, bind it on the sides and uh-huh. they can make a rug out of it. Oh. I didn't know that. I was like, oh. And she's like, it's a lot cheaper than getting a Persian rug. So you can get carpeting that you like with a pattern or whatever or not and then they just – they'll bind it and you give them the measurements. And I was like, oh, that's a good idea. So there's that. Then also if you go to one of those industrial type rug stores, mm-hmm. they're a lot cheaper. Like you could do the same thing there. You can – they and there's so many. So what I would do is I would go and like he would say, don't get the shaggy rug. Get the thing that get, – get, get some pattern that looks like a Persian rug. So – you go there and then you'd get a bunch of samples and then you bring it home and then yeah, you live with it for a few days. You know, you have the samples there. Right. Like, which ones do you think? Right. Well, I'm no Kate Marengo, but <laughs> that's my tip to you for rugs. <laughs> no, that's good advice. I like yeah. that advice because I, I have that thing where always with the buyer's remorse. Totally. Like I too. buy some big thing like a couch and then I go – I freak out and can't t- – and remember I told you the story of how we bought a TV – when we before we had LB, I, I was pregnant with LB. We moved into our house. We needed a, a big screen TV, mm-hmm. and the so and John was really into this purchase. Like he was so excited for us to finally have a house mm-hmm. where we could have a big screen TV because mm-hmm. we lived in an apartment where we literally had one of those old school like where the back goes out really far, right? Old TV, yes. The thing, the, mm-hmm, the um, tube. I think we had like a 32-inch or even a 20 – whatever it was, it was not that big. Right. So now we were getting a big screen TV. And when he bought it, I was probably only like eight weeks pregnant but it was the wor- – I was super hormonal. Oh, like boy. I was at that – where I felt crazy and paranoid and nothing was right and I was sick all the time. And this TV came mm-hmm. and I was like, oh my god. 
our whole living room is TV. Like, it's too big. It's too big. It doesn't. And I was so upset about it. And John was like, I think it's going to be fine. Then he had to go out of town. Oh. And so, and the TV wasn't positioned where it was going to be because I can't. We, we hadn't. No, because we just moved in and we put the couch. It, we didn't have the TV table. It's hard to explain, but the where it was was in a really odd position, and uh-huh. it was looking like it was. It wasn't really up against a wall yet, right? Right. And I hated every single day of that TV to the point that I remember going out to like Best Buy mm-hmm. and trying to look at them on the wall, and I wanted to return the TV and get a smaller one. And John kept saying, "I don't think we need a smaller TV." Like I Why think it's is the fine. guy always the one fighting for the bigger TV. Yeah, and the funny thing though now is that now we have an even bigger TV. Like that TV was, you Too know, small. a TV ago, <laughs> right? Yeah, you know, it was like a projection screen right. TV, and now we have a flat screen TV that's bigger, right? And it's fine. Right. I'm like, we could go bigger than that. Yeah, like, yeah. <laughs> now you're now all it's about normal it. to have that, right? But one time we had this um, dinner w- with the neighborhood where people they call it a progressive dinner. Mm-hmm. Yes, we've Not, done that, right? Mm-hmm. And the people come over for appetizers at one house and then dinner at the next house. Okay, so Remember all these I had strange. To do that for Diane Farr? Yes, and I had no idea it was happening at my yes. house. Yes. Oh, by the way, we have like 12 people coming tonight for dinner. What? Yes. Yeah. 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 And she was like, don't worry. I'm going to bring the wine or we're going to – Right. Yeah. That's right. God. Yes. Yeah. Well, we had that and and I overheard somebody going, oh, my God, that's a really big TV. And I took it as a – like – Yeah. Like how dare you? Why is there T something where they were like, why is there TV so big? And I remember crying about it later to John and being like, other people notice our TV is too big. <laughs> and then he was all d- defiant, like, fuck them. Like right. we're, we work in television. Right. Yeah, so That's, we have a fucking big TV. Yeah. Who cares? Fuck right. them. Right. How dare they come in my home and attack me in my own <laughs> home about my television? How dare you? You've, totally. Yeah. Can I ask you a question? Does yeah. he hang the TV? Does he know how to put it up on the – Mm. I don't think so. I think we, somebody came in and did it. Oh, OK. Well, it's funny because uh, Suzanne was um, – she loves her new boy. Well, he's not new. He's like three years old now. But she she loves her boyfriend. But she was telling me that he doesn't know how to hang a TV. Don't guys know how to do that? And no. I'm like, I don't think so. Not all of them. No. Yeah. John we just wants to do stuff that he shouldn't be doing. Right. <laughs> but you know what? Let's take a little break okay. and talk about springtime mm-hmm. supplements for dogs. Now, Lynette and I love our dogs. Mm-hmm. I don't know. We if, do. I don't know if the people at home know right. that you have a dog or that I have a dog. I don't know if they do, but we do and we love them. And, and we want them to be healthy and feel good and look shiny. Yes. And look shiny. Good. Yeah, like their nose and their coat. Uh-huh. We want them to be healthy and you know you that's guys why want we your use, dogs to be healthy too. That's why you should use springtime supplements. Mm-hmm. Um springtime supplements, a lot of dogs have issues, especially around this time of year. And for 40 years, springtime supplements have been providing dogs with healthy nutrition and natural ingredients to help them live a happier and healthier life. For, uh, allergies, joint pain, calming, digestion, yes. Uh, all of that stuff can be helped mm-hmm. for your dog with springtime supplements. Yeah, yeah it's uh, for dogs of all ages. They also have bully sticks. They have cookies. They have all kinds of treats. 
I know I've told you this before, but Penelope just loves the beef liver and coconut cookies and the duck cookies. They're her favorites. Ooh, nice. Yeah. 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 So um, you're, you can uh, see what same. hundreds of thousands of grateful dog owners have to say about springtime natural dog supplements and treats and help your dog live a happier and healthier life. Just go to springtime.com slash FCOL to get free shipping on your first order and learn how you can save up to 55% during their annual holiday sale. Um, Our listeners will receive free shipping on their first order with code FCOL when you visit springtime.com. So do it today. That's springtime.com. And now let's talk about OxyClean. Hey, everybody. I want to tell you about OxyClean odor blasters. I love this laundry lifesaver. It's really good because guess what? I have kids that are not super big on showering. I don't know. Is that like nice to say? Maybe not. But a lot of times they smell like a dirty hamper unless I force them to shower or wash their clothes and use my OxyClean odor blasters, which make them smell super fresh and they fool people into thinking that they're taking showers like every day. Also, we have a dog and the dog sometimes sleeps on their clothes or sleeps on their bed. But guess what? I wash their sheets and I wash their comforters and their duvets with OxyClean odor blasters and it smells absolutely beautifully fresh. Okay? So if you have everyday stink concerns, workout clothes, pet stains, odors, sports clothes, socks, they're not going to be any match for OxyClean odor blasters. OxyClean odor blasters is specially formulated to tackle the toughest odors in your home, not just cover them up. You've got to try OxyClean odor blasters for yourself. For product information, stain solutions, and offers, visit OxyClean.com. That's OxyClean.com. So what New Year's Eve, I guess, is just going to be nothing. I remember last year I took the kids to San Diego for Mm. the wedding. Remember that? Oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and then remember I ended up in the hospital. Remember that? Yes. I, I was bleeding. That's when all the – Yes, that was one year ago. Yeah. Yeah, I was like – it was January 3rd I was in the hospital. I was bleeding like there was no tomorrow. Yeah. And then I had to get a hysterectomy. I know. How about that for a New Year's plan? <laughs> so this year, I don't know. Like I'm sure, you know, Adam's fi- – everybody's fine not doing anything except for her. So I told her, I said, why don't you just invite your friends over? But nobody's around. I don't know. Like, is there like, could we do movie night? I don't know. There's got to be some something like we could do as a family. Go for a drive. I don't know. Uh, it's really hard. Hate New Year's Eve, and and there's no like again. There's no pressure, but but with her, she's you know, she's the one that wants to know where are we doing, what are we doing, what do you guys do? Nothing. I mean, nothing. You watch New York, but there's nothing to watch. Well, usually we, I mean, on a normal year, we would go, we've gone to one of my friends usually has people over on New Year's Eve. Mm-hmm. One of our other LB friends' mom mm-hmm. usually has, it goes around different right. people. Right. Back in the day, we used to have friends over back when we entertained. Right. Never entertain anymore, even non-pandemic times. Right, I just know. never do. I don't yeah. know. It's just like I got so used to not doing it when I ha- having three kids was just like it's just a kasha. Anytime yeah. you want to have people over, right? 
Mm-hmm. And now I feel like we totally could, but I'm so out of the habit right that it feels really odd to like invite people over and like what mm-hmm. make them dinner i know and then just sit <laughs> and talk to them <laughs> I know. like at what point can you go okay well we should wrap this up because i want to go listen to a podcast i know or that's watch Dateline. the thing about having people over <clears throat> i just there gets to a point in the evening where i'm done with you <laughs> like go home when are you gonna go home my nephews, especially Anthony, when he lived here, he has this thing where he would come over, and then he would, and he's kid, he's like a kid, like he was younger, but but he would come over, and I go, you want to come over Friday night for dinner? Bring Sam. Okay, they come, and then it's like, you guys want to watch a movie? Oh my god, have you seen this movie, Anthony? Lynn? Oh, you gotta watch movie. <laughs> Ready for bed. I'll watch the movie in my bed without you by myself. By myself. Right. Right. <clears throat> yeah. I mean. <clears throat> That's if, the thing. What about if you have adults over? They're like, oh yeah. Well, okay. Now you have dessert, and then you know they're having a couple glasses of wine or whatever. And then what? Do you like move to the couch and chit chat? Like I I'm know. not used to chit chat. I don't like it. <clears throat> and Adam would be like, well, what do you want to do? Just be dead for the rest of your life? Of course, like <clears throat> you would think that at, that it would be the other way around. I don't like entertaining, and he does. Mostly because he wants to show off the house. Like, look what I did here. But, <clears throat> you know, he likes to talk, obviously. And I don't. And it ends up into this long conversations. I remember when him and his – when I first met him, our old producer and her husband, mm-hmm. he, Adam and Donnie were like, you know, best friends. So anytime there was a holiday, it was like, we're going to get together with Donnie and Kathy. Fine, except Donnie and Kathy end up being Lynette and Kathy and Adam and Donnie. Right, right, You know, right. those two, they go off and start talking in the garage and now I'm stuck with the wife, you know, that right. I don't really have that much in common with or whatever it is, which is fine for the first two hours. But then right. after that, there's an expiration date on there. Right. Like, time to go. Right. You know, I just – I'm not that person that loves to entertain. There's so many people I know that love it. Oh my God, if I had this house, I would entertain. I'm like, I don't know. I don't know. Really? Would you? But there are the people love it. I just, not me. I know. Too you much know? work. The anticipation alone of just like, okay, is our house clean? Did, I know. Do I have enough of this? Is there? Is this a good appetizer? Like, right. how do you make an appetizer? Like, no, what I passes? Know. Can I just get some onion dip out of the, <laughs> I know. Out of the jar? You and I are the same that way too. We are not – there's people that could whip shit up in the yes, kitchen. I'm not a whip shit upper. And like present it on a right. nice plate like cheese and that, that like put right. the cheese there and the grapes there. and the, mm. They're making a charmuta board or right, whatever Right, a whole charmuta board. <laughs> <laughs> totally charcuterie charmuta right. board yeah yeah and yeah it's it's not in my no that's like, not where one did of my skill set salami right Is that? yeah and everything tastes when you're at somebody you else's some gourmet house. store for that and they're yeah. like no i got it at trader joe's exactly but then there's always like it's like oh i got that at trader joe's the simple thing uh-huh. but then it's like oh and then i went to this cheese store in Oxnard because it's got a really nice blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, A, I haven't heard of that cheese. B, who's driving to Oxnard? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, I was on – I knew I was having people over. So I stopped there on my way to the blah, blah, blah. I'm like, first of all, the fact that you (laughs) went to the blah, blah, blah in the first place. Exactly. And the secondly that you had the forethought to go like, I do one thing at a time. Right. 
Right. I go to the grocery store twice in a day because mm-hmm. I don't have the forethought to go, what am I making for right. dinner tonight? I'm yeah. like, I'm hungry now. Right. I, guess I need some muffins. Thing. So then I go to the store and get whatever is in my mind. Yeah. I can't. I, go, I know. And it's not like it hasn't occurred to me that I'm at the store. I should think about dinner. Mm-hmm. But I can't. I physically right. can't. Right. I know. I, I do the same thing. I'm just not that. I just don't have that flavor. <laughs> it's not in my skill set. I just can't do it. Can't me neither. It yeah. Not only can I not do it, but I don't. It, let's say I do. I can do it. I don't enjoy the outcome because the outcome is you right. just you know sitting around talking about shit you don't care about. Right. You right. Know? Right. Unless and, people have seen the exact movie that you saw the night before. Right. Also, if two days have gone by, I don't remember the movie anymore, right. so I can't even have a good discussion about something if yeah. it's been too long. Right. I'm like, well, I listened to a podcast this morning. <laughs> I, I can talk about that. <laughs> and I didn't listen to one in between then uh-huh. and now, so I could talk about that. Right. Totally. If I listen to one in the afternoon, though, <laughs> then it's gone. I'm like, I don't I'm like, totally. do no harm. I don't – That it rings a bell. <laughs> what was that about? Then Bling? I look, oh, I finished yeah. that this morning. Yeah. yeah. I totally am the same way. <laughs> Somebody was telling me – so uh, I think it was Dylan. Watch – he said, have you seen – we were talking about movies. And he said, did you see the movie Alpha Dog? Have you seen that movie? No. It's, a, it's older. Okay. Not older, but a couple years ago. Okay. It didn't just come out. It's with Justin Timberlake, and it's a based on the true. It's a, it freaked me out, so I watched it. It's based. It's based on a true story that I did not know about, and you probably did. But how did this get by me? It was a. <laughs> it ha, It was like a murder that happened in the San Fernando Valley. It uh-huh. was, no, it was not San Fernando Valley, but it was like around here, and it was the story of. Um, a kidnapping that went wrong. So these like white trash kids or whatever that were doing crank and shit um, had a uh, – one of them was a big drug dealer. OK. It was like 19. And this one kid owed him money. And so what they did is they kidnapped his brother and it went wrong. Like they kidnapped him to like scare the kid into paying it up. They weren't going to do anything to him. And he was like the – he was a sweet brother. Like he wanted to get out of the house. His mom was on top of him, blah, blah, blah. And um, and so he so he was happy to get out. He was – they kidnapped him. He was like, cool. Now I can hang out. He was like 17. Right. And um, they were taking him from place to place. The, the drug dealer that he couldn't use, like I can't watch him all the time. So now you're going to take him, Justin Timberlake to your friend's house, wherever you're going, you're taking this kid with you. And Justin Timberlake's like, no, I don't want to take this kid. And he's like, you're going to take this kid. And so then the kid hung out with him for a few days. And then like girls came over. Kaylin, you know what I'm talking about? Yeah, I've seen it. You've seen it. And like girls come over and they're like, oh, you've been kidnapped? Oh, my God. There's tons of witnesses all along uh-huh. the way. Uh-huh. And then they actually – now they're like – they find out, they get wind that they could face – that's a felony. They could face years in prison for kidnapping. Mm-hmm. And the kid's like, I'm not going to say anything. I'm fine. Like, you, no, you're not going to go to jail. And they're like – so they're hanging out with this kid for a few days. And then eventually the guy that – kid, the, the drug guy was like – he's learning that this is a serious crime. And now he's like to Justin Timberlake. He's like – he's all like, well, we're going to have to kill him. And Justin Timberlake's like, no, I'm not a fucking cow. You fucking I like, no. And then eventually talked Justin Timberlake and the other dude to kill this kid. And the way they did it was awful. 
it was oh, so, so it's sad. a true story? Yes. Do you remember this? This happened no. like in the 90s. Oh, my God. But don't tell me. Now I want to see the movie. Sad. Oh. It's a it, – I, <laughs> like, I act like I'm surprised that – you just told me the kid dies and I'm like – you're like, it's sad. And I'm like, oh, oh. well, that changes things. I thought it was – it's not it's a, a comedy. It's not a like <laughs> feel-good movie of the year. No. <laughs> but it is fun along the way until – yeah. Oh. <clears throat> disturbed me. Yeah, it's pretty gnarly. So what made you say oh, that? Though? So Dylan was like said the movie, and you're like, <clears throat> oh, just the fact just that we the, can't remember that I didn't know that crime. Yeah, did you know that crime? Mm-mm. Like I feel like I should have known about that. That happened not that. I mean, it was in the '90s. I think late '90s. Yeah, there's certain things like certain crimes that uh, Get past I, you? I almost was going to say there's certain crimes I love. <laughs> <laughs> That's just – what is wrong with me? What's wrong with us? There's certain <laughs> crimes that have like stuck in my head mm-hmm. and when I was doing Sword and Scale, I was always wishing like we – I wish we could just cover a different – one time Matt and I just were like, you know what? Whatever the episode was, it was something where he was just recapping. Right. Like the, so I was like, let's just do our favorite – my favorite murder. Oh, there not you to, go. Not mm-hmm. to copy but like let's right. just do one. And I did the one about – Let me guess. The one in Yosemite? No, but it's funny that you would say that because so many crime podcasts have covered it and Case File. You know Case File? It's the one with the Australian. He, he's an anonymous uh-huh. host. Yeah. Um, he did. He covered that recently and I, I listened to it again. Really? I'm like, I know every detail about this crime, but I listened to it again. Yeah. So he covered it from the the second half of it, which is not that I know my first name is Stephen. Right. But the brother, Corey Stainer. Yes, Corey Stainer. Who killed everybody, who mm-hmm. was a murderer. Right. Anyway, no, it was this case out of Boston where the guy, um, he shot his wife. Do you, rem- do you remember this? And then he claimed that some black guy did it. He was – he pulled over to the side of the road. His wife was really pregnant and then he started this huge – crazy thing where they were all like there was a big manhunt for he took her to like a shitty part of town mm-hmm. and then he shot her and then do you remember this Kaylin? it's a really famous famous story because it was one of the earlier ones of people like blaming a person of color uh-huh. for you know did he do, pl- he planned on killing her is that why he took her oh yeah he totally yeah. planned on okay. killing her uh-huh. yeah he wanted to get rid of her and then he got his brother his brother was in on it mm-hmm and then his brother ended up committing suicide because things were closing in on them. Mm-hmm. And then the guy ends up killing himself too. It was a really crazy story. So wow. I did that story. Uh-huh. I've been looking for somebody that has covered the story on a podcast. Mm-hmm. I'll do a, like a Google search. Right. Because like the way I found Hollywood Crime Scene, those two girls, mm-hmm. is I Googled the Phil um, Phil, Phil uh, Hartman. Yeah. Murder, mm-hmm. and f- I wanted to hear a podcast that covered it, and I found right. them, and I listened to it, and, it was, and I was like, "Oh, these girls are funny, and they're good." Right. So I want somebody to cover the Michael Jace story. Michael Jace from The Shield. Mm-hmm. Uh huh. So one of the stars of that show, one right. of the cops on The Shield. Do you remember he murdered his wife? Is that what he's I in know jail? That, he that, shot his wife okay. to death. Okay. No one's covered it. Really? So now I'm like, am I going to have to cover it? 
is this going to have to be a Patreon? Am I going to have to do my own research? Like, what? <laughs> right. You know, when you're like, how is it possible out of all the true crime podcasts that nobody's covered this particular story that right. I want to sit back right. and listen to somebody else having researched yes. it? Listen, people are paying you. They're on your Patreon. Yeah. Cover a sto- that story. Right. And nobody, so that I don't have to. Right. I don't want to have to do my own research. Yeah, I know. Of course. Nobody does. What? Or there should be there should be a podcast where they do it in over seven episodes. Right. Like, it was a huge story. Yeah. That's weird. Nobody like Hollywood I, crime scene. I know. I tweeted at Desi uh, from Hollywood crime scene and I was like, hey. Yeah. What's up? Do right. this story. This right. is a Hollywood story. Stop going back to 1928. Yes. No. No. Stop with the 1920s murders. Nobody cares. Nobody if cares. I, if one more podcast comes up about the Black Dahlia oh, murder, God. I'm going to shoot myself I know. and then <laughs> and frame somebody else so you can make a podcast episode out of it. <laughs> Why does everybody care about the Black Dahlia? The Michael J's thing will happen like like right. 10 years ago. That's just that's fresh. Right. <laughs> Can't you find a murder that happened like last week? I know. Like, please. I know. And in the vicinity of where I live. Thank you. <laughs> like in Encino. Home, yeah. Like, could it, could it happen at Balboa Park? Right. I'm sure some crimes have happened there. <laughs> Cover that. I know. Something relevant to me. Yes. <laughs> or a show I watch. Right. Wouldn't that be nice? I know. And by the way, you're listening to old – you said it last week too that you were listening to old episodes of a podcast – that means you ran out, huh? Yes. So I was saying last week, I was telling you about how some of these true crime, it takes very little to get on my nerves. Mm-hmm. And I found one that's – it's OK. It's called Once Upon a Crime. Oh. It's very straight. It's a it's a woman. I think her name is Esther. Mm-hmm. And at least it's just pretty straightforward. Right. Like she just tells you the story, which yeah. thank you. Yes. Thank you for not trying to be funny right. or not I trying to be like uh, – Millennial right. or, you know, yeah. mm-hmm. not trying to make jokes or have a guy who's called the captain. Right. <laughs> Just tell nothing. me the story. Yes, totally. Yeah. So Once Upon a Crime, that's good. Yeah, I've been listening to that. Mm. Somebody recommended it. It's good. Yeah. yeah. I need I need to um, I need to find some podcasts. I also need a book. Is somebody out there, anything, any kind of book that you like? Let me know. That's not boring. That's not boring. I know. Um, yeah. I've been re-watching Narcos. That's what you said. I told you yeah. to watch Couples Therapy and you're yeah, like, OK, I'll watch Narcos. <laughs> yeah. Totally. I totally forgot. I know. I'm going to watch that now. Now that you refreshed my memory. Yeah. I'll forget as soon as I walk out of here. But yeah, OK. No, I will remember. I think you'll really like it. It's on Showtime, right? Yeah. Yeah. OK. I'm going to watch it. Um. Yeah. So you watch Narcos again with Sonny or by yourself? By myself. Try- he doesn't want to watch a show because I was like, "What about you watch Breaking Bad? There's so many good shows. Don't mm-hmm. you want to get into a show like maybe Ozark or I don't know?" And he's like, mm, "I'd rather just watch movies." So I don't know. What's Interesting. Yeah. So I also need. A, I also I've been watching a lot of Netflix documentaries, which have been really interesting. There is one like. I love New York. I love documentaries about New York in the 80s. Mm-hmm. There's one that's on YouTube TV. Okay. That's supposed to be, I think it's called Empire, uh, New York Empire, something Empire. Okay. And um, that's supposed to be really good. It's like, it's about 
80, like just about what was going on. I watched, um, I think it's called mm, uh, FBI versus the mob, something like some New York versus whatever. It's about the mob, the five mm-hmm. families okay, and how they took them down. That one was really good. That's on Netflix. Oh, I, I like Netflix is easier for me. I think yeah. I don't think I have YouTube TV. I didn't think I did, but we do. And then, but I haven't watched that yet. There was that one. Then there was another. Then then I was interested in like the like drug and the cartel. Then there's another one. You'll find them. I mean, they're on Netflix. Then there's right. another one that's about all the different drug pins around the world. Mm-hmm. There was one. I mean, obviously they did the they did they did El Chapo. They did Pablo Escobar. They did the Cali brothers. Um, that one was really interesting. And they did one. There was one guy in like Norway or some some shit. Then they did one of this girl I didn't even know about here in South Central L.A. in the 90s. It was – no, sorry, 80s. She was living in South Central. She became like the biggest cocaine dealer. Oh, wow. Yeah. That one was – and it's her. She tells the story. Oh, yes. what's that called? It's called – it's all different – do you know, Kaylin? No. Eh. If you look it on Netflix, look for it's. You can't. Miss I'll it. Google it. Yeah. All right. Well, cool. Yeah. Well, yeah. I have stuff laid out for myself. Mm, yeah. All right. Do you own or rent your own home? Yeah, I do. Yeah, sure, you do. Mm-hmm. I bet it can be hard work. <laughs> you know, it's easy. What? Bundling policies with Geico. Geico makes it easy to bundle your homeowners or renters insurance along with your auto policy. And it's a good thing too because you already have so much to do around your home, especially nowadays around the holidays. So go to Geico.com, get a quote, see how much you could save. It's Geico easy. Visit Geico.com today. That's Geico.com. And before we fully wrap, yeah. last shout out of the year for our these Patriot these particular Patreon people, Kate Marengo. Speaking of mm. Kate Marengo. Love her. Love that, Kate. She can help you. She can help me get a couch if I just yes. let her help me. And a rug. And a rug. Mm-hmm. I'm going to email her at kate at interiorchicago.com. I just feel like once I reach out to her, then I have to pull the trigger and buy something. I know, yeah. You know? Mm-hmm. Uh, love, Kate. Loyal listener. Merry mm-hmm. Christmas, Kate. Also, Sylvia Berlin, maybe for the new year you want a new home in the OC. Mm-hmm. And Sylvia Berlin is with Berlin Team Homes with Remax Coastal Homes. And uh, you can reach her at Sylvia, S-I-L-V-I-A, at BerlinTeamHomes.com. Just tell her you want something like the Orange County Housewives. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. <laughs> D-A-D-R-E-0-1-8-8-6-0-1. Jennifer Moncada is our bitch mm. with her own business. Bitches oh. with businesses. Yes, yeah, support. Preppy Prodigy. They do all the personalized stuff. For your yeah. office, for your kids, whatever you need, pencils, stickers, address labels, thank you cards, preppyprodigy.com. Uh, Kathy Friend, she's your friend? She's my friend. I Make her to. your friend. I am going to. Get a color analysis. Spruce my, up your – New Year's resolution. Mm-hmm. That's going to be my New Year's resolution. Yes. Get a hold of Kathy Friend and book a virtual – let her help you spruce up your wardrobe yeah. and your life. Go to – uh, kathyfriend.com, Kathy with a K. And last but not least, the Bittersweet Life podcast. These gals are funny. They're fun. They're inspiring. Mm-hmm. They have made huge changes in their lives and then made other huge changes in their lives. They, they moved to Italy. They took a lot about Italian culture. Wow. Yeah. Hey, the yeah. the, 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 the cuccolones. Those cuccolones and the chiacchierons. <laughs> 
<laughs> bunch of cacurons and cuchulons <laughs> and they got trombola fudge. And stugats. Yeah. They're not going to start to eat. No, no they're going to they tell got... you everything you need to know about Italy. <laughs> so check them out. The Bittersweet Life Podcast. That's it. Mm, that's it. Well, listen, thank you everybody for listening to us and supporting us throughout the week. We love you guys. Have a great new year. Yes. And we'll see you guys next year. Yeah. A better year. Yes. Merry Christmas and Happy New Year, Kaylin. <laughs> You're a parent now. Don't F it up. Support for this podcast comes from Pluto TV. Ready to get away from it all? Free yourself with Pluto TV. Stream hundreds of channels and thousands of movies and shows all for free. Yeah, free. No contracts, no subscriptions, no fees. Imagine 24-7 channels of Narcos, CSI, Star Trek, Survivor, and everything else from hit movies to binge-worthy TV shows, the latest news, live sports, comedy, and more. What are you waiting for? Download the free Pluto TV app for Android or iPhone and start watching now. Pluto TV. Drop in. Watch free.